M O M me. Hello, my children. Warning. Supernatural The Crossroads contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. everyone to supernatural the crossroads i'm your host thomas cowley joined with me dancing in the corner today is ryan denton hey and michael flores and today we are talking about the much anticipated scooby natural season 13 episode 16 it is finally come the crossover that we all needed in our lives but didn't know until we got it and it's an odd mix, I think, of completely pointless and absolutely necessary at the same time. From a love of Scooby-Doo, love of Supernatural standpoint, it was well worth the wait. It's been a year in the making since yes. we first heard about this. And now we finally have it. And boy, I, I, did we get it. You got it? Yeah. This is going to be, I think, a little bit of a mixed bag episode because there's a lot of mixed emotions in the studio right now. There are now. no mixed emotions. Here for not me. with you, not with me. No, oh, by Everybody the way, kind of knows your emotions. Is this like this sounds like the Japanese version of Scooby Doo? <laughs> like the- <laughs> it's the uh, N64 8 bit. Oh, oh, that's right, Korean pop 100. It, uh, <laughs> see, yeah, K pop. It's a Scooby Doo K pop song. It transverses, it transverses, transverses. yes, bro, bro, raggy. We've got our own uh, impersonation corner over here. I think Ryan has finally found his impersonation that he can actually can do correctly. Do. Yeah, I can do that one pretty good. Yeah. And you he got doesn't two do of them. And we're waiting, we're waiting for him to do it. He doesn't do it. I know. Rook you, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> we finally have this, and now Ryan's quiet. Yeah, whatever. That's how he rolls. Yeah, I, 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 it'll, it'll come out at the, by the end of the episode. You're going to whip the, it out by the end? Yeah. Yeah, it's very symbolic for how he acts in his uh, personal life. And he finally gets the girl on. Essentially, he does it perform. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So we had... <laughs> the song is terrible. We had everything in this episode. We get to see Dean chasing after Daphne. We get to see the nerds of Sam and Velma hook up. We get to see Shaggy and Scooby interact with Castiel. But at the same time, don't be nerd insensitive, Thomas. Nerd insensitive. Yeah, yeah. Like, you use nerd in a very that derogatory, was a very derogatory oh, way. Oh, of yeah. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Derogatory it's not been established that all of us are nerds as no. As I'm not it a nerd. comes, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what he's talking about, dude. I'm oh yeah, okay. I'm normal. You're so you are not normal by any stretch of the word. Ruck, ruck you, Thomas. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, the episode felt a little bit inconsistent, despite how fun it was. It was 
completely irrelevant to the rest of the season as a whole. But that doesn't change the fact that it was fun. It was something different. It was something fun to watch. And it was interesting to show that Supernatural could pull this off so well compared to so many other shows that I don't think could do anything there, near this. There's not too many shows that could pull this off. And I just want to point this out. And I want to laugh at us for a second. I just, I just want to laugh at us because we're going to go about guys. So if you're listening, we're going to go about this episode like we're going to break it down, and it's a motherfucking. Are you? Did are you? Did you just break the fourth wall on our? I show? did. I yeah. absolutely yeah, did. I did. I did. We are going to go about this episode like we do all our other episodes, and it's going to make me laugh. And I might just randomly giggle if we're like, man, the pacing was so good in this. I'm just going to be like, <laughs> it's a fucking cartoon. I don't know why. Like it just makes me laugh. Okay. Like don't don't judge me when I start laughing. Okay. So. Just getting that off my chest. Don't now. judge you. I'll, I'll back you up. All right. I just, you know, like I know how, cause, cause we're very thorough about when we, when we break down episodes and, and you guys are, are really good about it. And I think this is going to be a fun one to Have kind of not put. seen the show notes today. There's literally two paragraphs. I know. And it's, it's, I, I, I I'm hoping that this might be a show that I am going to drive. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It's going to be all you because I didn't uh, know even, I didn't even know how to start breaking down the episode. <laughs> You're like, man, the pacing in the third act of this episode was, was a little also slow. Like yeah. <laughs> reviewing this episode is like reviewing it's an hard. actual episode of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, it's just yeah. silly. It's like, hard. Why would you do that? Yeah. So I, I just, I wanted to point that out because I just, I was thinking on the drive over here. I'm like, this is going to be really kind of funny uh, because this is mostly going to be nonsense. Uh, nonsense. Yeah. Like literally nonsense. Yeah. Which I love. Like, let's, I mean, come on. And now we talked about the crossover at length in one of our Patreon shows, mm-hmm. but we can say for certain that this was a success. Mainstream coverage has gone all over the place with this. You just Google Supernatural or Scooby-Doo and it blows up on Google on anything you're looking at. And we actually have some ratings back now showing that Scooby Natural was not only a critical success, but it was a hit in terms of viewing figures also. According to the Nielsen ratings, the episode matched the ratings scored by the season premiere, scoring a 30% increase in the targeted 18 to 49 Damn. demographic and a 20% increase in viewers overall. It's about 2 million is the current sitting number that we're looking at. Yeah, and this doesn't come crazy. into account people who watch it after the fact right? and all the DVR and all that other kinds of shit that we still haven't figured out how to do properly. <laughs> we, we, I don't think we'll ever figure that one I out. I know, right? But this one came just shy of the season premiere. That's, That's pretty fucking big for an average episode, especially after several weeks of not having been on the air. Two million total viewers around and about a 400,000 viewer difference between this episode and the last episode. You can definitely say, without a doubt, the Scooby-Doo natural crossover did exactly what they wanted. They, was they, yeah. they managed to pull in premiere ratings. These are the types of ratings you get with the season opener and the and the season finale. And I think I think that comes with the territory here. I mean, you're you're talking about a cartoon that has been around forever. And to be completely honest, I mean, I know Thomas is the young one in the room here, but like you oh, watch, you watch a sh- right, Mike, you watch a shit to- load of Scooby Doo, right? Yeah, when and I was so a kid, and yeah. I, yeah, when I was a kid, I watched the shit out of Scooby Doo. So it's like this this drew in that grim- that demographic of eighteen to forty nine, like people my age, like thirty something years old, were like, "Holy shit, yeah, mm-hmm. they're gonna do an episode with one of my favorite cartoons growing up." So I think you're right, Mike. They put this in the the later end of the of of the season, and I think this is what they wanted. They wanted to snag some ratings by doing this, right? And, and they did. And I think that has a lot to do also with the fact that the episode was very much a standalone episode. It had no bearing on anything that's happening with the current season. And 
yes, that's something that I don't, I didn't necessarily like. Yeah. However, I understand why they did it. Right. Because they put so much into marketing and they're trying to push it out there. It was all over the net, all over the it place. Yeah. Websites that weren't the usual go-to blogs were covering it, saying this is a fantastic idea. I'm going to have to watch it. I had and f- if they made this directly connect to the myth arc, yeah. it might have thrown and kind of pushed people away. So I think they yeah. went about it the only way they could. I, well, I had friends, I had friends that know that I do this pot, like this show and they were like, dude, did you see that Supernatural is going to like cross over with Scooby-Doo? Like friends that don't watch Supernatural. Yeah, right. There was and, a lot of that going and on. And I was like, yeah. yeah, dude, I can't wait. And they're like, I might have to watch that. They're like, I've never watched Supernatural. And I'm like, whoa, okay, and I think that's, that's cool. I think that was, as you said, Mike, the smart that was move the point. here. Yeah. Because you didn't have to know what was going on. You didn't have to watch either of these shows in years to enjoy this episode. Yeah, they don't need to sell this idea to the fans. We're already no, here. We're here. Right. This, we're ready, yeah. They're trying to bring back old and potentially new. And think about this. Let's say they brought in, they did, bring in about a little over 400,000 additional people, right? right? Let's say they hold on to 10%, 15% of that number. That's a win. That's a huge number. If yeah. they can add, tack on another 75 to 150,000 people to your show on a regular basis or people that go back and start streaming the show on netflix because of it that's a win that's a success and there's no reason you wouldn't think some of that would work yeah for the future season especially as we get closer to the end of may as we get closer to the end of the tv season people are going to start looking for new things to watch during the summer right if you enjoyed the scooby episode you might go back you got all fucking summer You've got a lot of episodes to catch up on but you're right i mean if 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 like mike said if even if they retain 10% 10% of those new viewers, it's still a win for them, you know, just based on this. And and I think it was good too that, you know, I know that, you know, some people didn't like the goofiness of Dean mm-hmm. or Sam in the episode just because of how it was a little over the top. But I think it was a good episode to see kind of their, their fun side because in the, you know, we're so used to them being pretty serious, right. you know, and, and we do get that fun side from it now, but this was a fun episode to see kind of the fun side of, of why we like the boys, you know, the brothers in general. So it works. I, I like them because they're hot. Mm, <laughs> I like them because they got washboard abs <laughs> that I could lick like Castiel does. Oh, but not on air because it never happened. Now, besides the actual viewership, we've known this. We know that this did well for them in the other big aspect of what makes TV shows. Any money is merchandising and the additional revenue that we're seeing from I've seen other shirts come out with Sam and Dean in the Scooby-Doo animation style that have gone sold, gone on sale and sold out very, very fucking quickly. Yeah. The idea, but I, we have talked about it before that Supernatural doesn't have enough merchandise. It really, really doesn't. There's no real action figures. There's a few things like that that we've seen, you know, at the Comic-Cons, the display well, model, like, big size statues. But there's not many shirts. No, like think. when I, so one of the things that I do, like when I go to San Diego Comic Con, I'm always looking for stuff to, to take pictures of and send to Mike so we mm-hmm. can post on the, you know, like, hey, here's a cool supernatural thing. And it's like, it's always weird stuff, dude. It's always like weird commemorative coins and like every now and then you'll get like an, like a, a, a 12 inch action figure. And it's like, those are cool. I would love to have I those. I thought you were going to say 12 inch dildo. Yeah. Like, 12 damn. inch Dean fucking molded dildo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's called Castiel though. I wonder if reason. HR zone will make one of those. I mean, cause he makes the, the, <laughs> oh, he might, he right. makes statues of the characters. I wonder if by request, if we asked him to like make a dildo. Yeah. Well, with a little Dean head on top. <laughs> Which head? Oh, oh. Hey, HR zone. If you're listening, please get on that right away. I'll pay top dollar. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Put that on our Instagram account ASAP. 
Now, with besides shirts, I don't know how many other things because you're right. They only have had like Funko Pops and a few things right. like that. I mean, Bobby picked me up that before, but it's nice to see more of that stuff. The bread and butter of any franchise is shirts, novelty items. The WB and SPN yeah. have missed a lot of that stuff. Hopefully, in the yeah. future, now they'll see well, the advantage of doing stuff like it, this. It's, there's so many things that, like, if they actually made like you know a collectible or whatever, I would buy the shit out of yeah. it. Like, I have no problem being sold to. I mean, instead yeah. of selling us your your Kickstarter or Patreon of a of a new CD, no offense to anybody out there, <laughs> like well, like this is the type of stuff I, you can shove down my throat, and I will love it. Whoa, I yeah. will have no gag reflexes if you're shoving down <laughs> this type of merchandise. You'll sound like Thomas's song. <laughs> Right. Well, if you go to adamandeve.com, you can take something that actually does away with gag reflexes. Really? And I will take that Thomas. if you keep making merch like this. Wow. So if you can make a, a successful an crossover and then boost yourself into a, a into a category where you can then market it. Yeah. Mike that will take is a another... shot to the back of the throat for it. No, I'm being serious now. No, but I'm, yes. not, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to think about it. If the merch sales were up plus premiere type numbers, it's almost yeah. a given that we'll not only get more crossovers, but more SBN related merch, which is what all of us yeah. are always bitching and griping about yeah, on always, social media. We're always yeah. upset about it. I We've talked a little bit about the crossovers that are come from this. I think there's a few that very obviously stand out, but they have time because the much awaited news, I think, for a lot of fans is would Supernatural be renewed? We had no real reason to think it wouldn't. Yeah. And now it is official, according to TVLine.com, Supernatural has been renewed for a 14th season. Yeah, give it to me. Mm. Is that a different thing? (laughs) No. Don't judge. Shut up. Supernatural is back for season 14, and the CW is expanding its programming Ooh. to 12 weekly hours with the addition of Sunday Fair. Mm-hmm. So we've got a sixth day of shows. Now, the question is, could this introduce a potential time slot for Wayward Sisters if that were to take off? That's kind of what I took from this. I know they have other shows. They're kind of uh, hit or miss. Uh... They're kind of cycling through the the DC <laughs> content where one show's running and the other one's which is, off. I hate which that. I don't like that. So they could also yeah. be opening up the primetime slots Maybe. for that. But as a supernatural fan, I'm looking at it as, hey, we're gonna get two supernatural shows running parallel. You know what? They open that up. You know what they open that up for? Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Jane the Virgin. Oh, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> the two greatest shows that are on this network that I see fucking commercials for on the app all the time that I want yeah. to blow my brains out. I mean, um, sorry. Want to watch the show? Yeah. Can't just, miss the latest yeah, episode. Yeah, fucking. There's nothing more entertaining than a stereotypical Mexican show. Yes. Or LA. That's lauded as original. <laughs> <laughs> does, does that appall you? Like, you watch that and you're just like, fuck my life. But what are we reviewing? Uh, Jane no, Jane I'm, I'm just asking. I'm asking <laughs> I, you. Just, I just told you how I felt. I think it's a fucking joke. <laughs> you're applauding people doing this show for making Mexicans into a stereotype. Congratulations. You're not original. <laughs> Congratulations. You and George stupid. Lopez can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's now, amazing. The additional day could have Wayward Sisters be on air running parallel with supernatural mm, more cla- and with Claire so monologues much, with with so many things that have gone on in season 13 and where we left that storyline with kaya from yeah. the alternate dimension it would seem like a good time to do that i don't want a spinoff running during summer 
There'll be no, there'll be no cross connection or even, even things that, things that affect the world because of whatever's happening in this show won't affect this show because it's off season. Right. We already know Supernatural always ends with cliffhangers. Yeah. If Wayward Sisters were to start airing in the summertime, guess what's going to happen? There'll never be a real crossover. They won't talk about it anymore. And that's when you're going to break it. Yeah. You will break the one thing that has been the greatest strength of Wayward Sisters. I think I just love the fact that, you know, I watch these, I watch, guys, I watch Supernatural on the app. Okay. Like, and I have to. It's the only way I can watch it. Are you talking to us? Yes. Okay. And I love that. (laughs) Yes, I'm talking to you. I'm not breaking the fourth wall. Okay. He's taking, you know, pages out of the last episode. Yeah, yeah. So I just love that. Where's your ascot? <laughs> I should have worn one. <laughs> um, I love that these shows that I see these terrible commercials for are failing, like Dynasty. Point, <laughs> point, point one demo rating. Like, dude, it's amazing. <laughs> point, one. <laughs> point one. And it's like, I, dude, I, I despise that show just because of the commercials from it. And it's, I love that it said point one yeah, demo rating. It, it won't, it won't be around. They're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It. Sorry, it just it pisses me off. I, I want to watch Supernatural, and this thing just. Well, next keeps season, fucking... Dab's gonna go over to Dallas. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> yay! Yay! Question mark. <laughs> hey, Dab, what's your story for Dallas? Bitch, Dab. Oh, bitch. I'll oh. figure it out. Yeah, it'll. You know, I'll figure it out halfway through the season. Then, what does Twitter say? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, I know Twitter. I, we use Twitter. Can, can you check Tumblr too as well? I just want to make sure. <laughs> Sorry, God. I don't make sure I have like 15 things going on at one time. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I'm not going to answer that one, the one thing out of the 15 you really want to fucking know about, though. Yeah. <laughs> now, with Wayward Sisters. That's so fucked. <laughs> we're going to just skip past that. Yeah, with Wayward Sisters potentially getting, and I, we're saying this basically. Dad probably hates us, dude. Oh, I'm sure you know, he does. Heard us. Barrett's probably packaged this up like in like a little 30 second sound bite. Like, here, look at these guys said about you this week. <laughs> Fuck. It's just the worst what if, part. Like, what, what if Barry's is like laughing his ass off? It's true. It's fucking true. Dude, I would laugh, dude. Hey, uh, Adam. Did you, yeah, what's up? Did you listen to the last crossroads? What they said about Dab? No. What, what did they say? Something true. <laughs> Those guys are always pretty right. <laughs> that would be amazing, dude. I would die. I was just listening to it in secret at work. <laughs> They've got headphones in. What are you listening to? <laughs> no, 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 nothing. Dude, he probably made our show off limits. He's Winchester's nobody brothers. Be- <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. There's sorry. more people telling us how great we are. Can you get back to writing? Shots oh. fired. <laughs> I love dab. Now, I'd like to think. It's just too easy. The jokes are too yeah, easy. Yeah. That's all it is. It's an easy yeah. joke. It's, it's low hanging fruit, guys. There you go. If we met him in life, I'd be like, man, you're cool. Yeah. Are you going <laughs> to kiss his ass now? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I think dab's a good writer. And he's going to leave it at that. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Oh, okay. yeah. Typically, I like wait for you to look over the like staring at us. Gamble yeah. was also a good writer. Yeah, she actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. With Those that. of you who've been paying attention to Patreon will know that is subtext tied to Mike's statement there. <laughs> now, again, with Wayward Sisters, I hope it gets a time slot on there. It would make yeah, sense. And Sunday sense. has been proven to be a good time slot for a lot of different shows in the last few years. Wayward Sisters going up against Game of Thrones. <laughs> Uh, Not the same time of the year. <laughs> Ruh, Ruh, Raggy. <laughs> that, now, was, that would be bad. We've talked a lot about that on Patreon. Guys, if you are a member of Patreon, do not forget that we have released details and all kinds of content on the website. Mm-hmm. You can get 
become a member of Patreon going on over to patreon.com slash Digital. You'll get a schedule of all the things we've got coming out, additional Crossroads content, episodes specifically about Wayward Sisters, the season one flashback episodes where we do this exact same style of show. Head on over to patreon.com slash Digital to pledge. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to get into Scooby Natural in just a minute. Scooby, Scooby, Doo, where are you? We got some things to do now. Scooby, Doo, Doo, where are you? The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. And sends him a picture of both her and the other girl naked. We had a really great night. Sorry you didn't come. Your Honor, Your Honor, Your Honor, I think it's obvious. I think it's obvious. The the record, let the record show that Mr. Denton achieved. Oh, I took the because I didn't want him to see my cock. Okay, what Ryan didn't didn't want me to see was that she said, "Please don't call us a threesome because you didn't come." No, 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 that's not what was on there. I just didn't want. I was saving Mike not seeing my dick. You're welcome. That's you enough. Withhold evidence. Evidence is there that he had a sexual encounter. The evidence is there that the women liked him. They enjoyed his affection because he made them come. But the way I define a good sexual time is finishing. Maybe it's the Mexican in me where I need to drop my seat and have lots of children. <laughs> Your Honor, if he saw the clip, you must acquit. Please. <laughs> This is Star Wars from the Bucket Tank Exclusive. Uh, number 13, Johnson had a good reason for Ray's parents being nobodies, too. I, I still, I still that. don't agree. I don't agree, I don't with, agree that, with that. And I don't think that's what's going to happen, dude. I mean, it would destroy the force awakens and destroy the trilogy if you make her an absolute nobody after you've already drawn a connection to anakin's lightsaber and heard voices talking to her that are directly connected to skywalker uh, maybe i don't want to go through these <laughs> well no it's, okay, it's not being negative it's not being negative but it is because it's going to make me negative johnson came up with a visual for ray's vision before he knew what it meant that's like writing a book without knowing what your story is. You're a fucking idiot, Ryan Johnson. I'm sorry. You're a fucking idiot. The mirror cave is another thing that I didn't even know what it meant when I first had the visual idea. And then as I developed the story, I realized, oh, this is his place and all of this and what it means to Ray. But does it mean anything to Ray since you think her parentage means nothing so a meaningless scene that meant nothing means nothing because she's a nothing you're an idiot ryan johnson i'm getting i don't want to do this anymore (laughs) i'm ending it okay i'm ending i'm ending it (laughs) get more star wars discussions every month with the back of tank patreon exclusive shows from star wars comics and book reviews to speculative discussions and breakdowns all when you pledge to our Patreon page. What? Go to patreon.com slash Digital for more details. As you wish. 
Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, DEAL30, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD, plus... Free shipping! Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code DEAL30. Again, that's DEAL30. Because without it, no free stuff. That's DEAL30 at adamandeve.com. The Crossroads video cast is here. Retrospective reviews, discussions, theories, and geek outs. All available when you pledge $10 or more a month to our Patreon account. Same show, just more of it. Head over to patreon.com slash Digital to play. Previously on Supernatural The Crossroads. Have you no. made like a decision they made? No, I wouldn't. And I don't think she should. As Bobby said, I would say that you made the right decision. She did the right thing. Another version of her or another version of me or yourself, Mike, in another reality, what they do is is no different than what somebody on the other side of the planet does, as far as I'm concerned. And is it cheating? Like, if you go to other world and you have sex with your wife in another world. Is it cheating? Yeah, what if you are in a relationship and you have a hot, gorgeous girlfriend? No, 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 not even that. I knew it wasn't you, but it's you. So it's okay, right? It's not cheating if you're in another mm. a dimension. Would you be okay with that? It, it brings the whole debate, you know, the whole douche debate. Is it cheating <laughs> if you're in another zip code? Is, is, is it, it cheating? another zip code? <laughs> yeah. Is it cheating if you're in an alternate reality? And... You're not seeking out another woman. You're seeking out your the I wife or girlfriend. I traveled the world for the exact same version of you. Yeah, but it's different because maybe it's in different. this one she had different types of issues. So maybe she's a little messed up. You know, maybe she's taller. That might be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's cheating. I'm calling it now. I think you're fine with that. No. I'll, I'll allow it. Welcome back, everybody. Supernatural, The Crossroads. Now we're going to get into the discussion of Scooby Natural. Ryan, can you give me the synopsis, please? Uh, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> After receiving a new TV as a gift from a grateful pawn shop owner, Sam, Dean, and Castiel find themselves teleported into an episode of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Uh, where they must help Scooby, gang, uh, Scooby and the gang to stop the ghostly apparition hunting them. Now, I think it's very easy to say right off the bat, this episode nailed the tone, the feel, everything about Scooby-Doo, the the animated show. Whether you like the episode or not, you cannot deny that this felt so much like the original cartoon show. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the thing that helped it, too, was the fact that they were in an actual episode of Scooby-Doo. And it wasn't like, obviously, they reworked reworked it to add Sam and Dean and Cassiel into it, but... It was a famous. It wasn't a new episode entirely. It right. was m- mirrored and with and blended with an existing episode of Scooby Doo. Right. Because I too, when I watched it, I didn't think that they would do a complete. Uh, I thought they were going to do a completely new story. 
So when I saw the same, you know, evil Colonel Sanders guy, <laughs> the painting, I remembered that episode. I felt like Dean at that moment because I remembered that episode. I remember the ghost. I remember the bad guy, which is weird that after all these years, I still immediately remembered that. And some of that hitting the right tone had to do with the fact that Dab and Singer both basically handed the reins over to the Scooby-Doo writers. And this is something, Mike, that you brought up. It seemed to be a pretty good idea to let that happen because it allowed for people who hadn't seen Supernatural up until this point or or for years, if ever, as well as people who hadn't watched Scooby-Doo for years, watch this episode and have a good time with it. You didn't have to be caught up on 13 because whether you love the show or not, 13 seasons is an intimidating fucking number Dude, if someone wants no to get joke. caught up. No joke. Especially if you probably ended around season five is probably the average for people who stopped watching the show to go back through that many seasons to see one episode with Scooby-Doo as a one-off. That's I don't know how many people would do that. So well, this way of doing it worked out really well. Well, I think it with 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 it being Scooby-Doo, you kind of had to and Mike, you said this earlier when we opened up the show, but it was like you kind of had to make this very much a standalone episode because if you would have added any elements of what's going on in the season it would have confused the shit out of just the, like i said there was tons of people that said man i'm gonna watch this just because of scooby-doo yeah and, yeah and i think the fact that they left those those huge integral besides one part you know the apples or the fruit the fruit, the yeah. fruit um besides that one part i mean it, really you don't have to know what supernatural is about you yeah. kind of get the gist of it in the episode and yeah. i think Ultimately, this is, in my mind, and, and I love Supernatural, but in my mind, Scooby-Doo is that legendary you know, cartoon that mm-hmm. we all watched as a kid. So they had to pay respect to that. So it was almost like any other, you know, whenever they crossed over with, you know, the Three Stooges or, right. you know, uh, Abbott and Costello or um, the Harlem Globetrotters, uh, the Harlem Globetrotters they, they, they or were the Beatles, in, or the Beatles, they were inserted yeah. into Scooby-Doo, right. not vice versa. Right. And I think that's what I liked about this was it was it was your typical scooby-doo and the 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 famous person the famous people show up in the episode of scooby-doo right it's just they threw the supernatural spin on it there definitely was a a perspective switch as well yes it was from their perspective right because because it kind of had to be the way that dean you know he described hey we're in this this episode of scooby-doo yeah and and he knew what was going on so it was kind of um it was interesting how they did it and i actually am glad they did it that way because i think if it was just kind of like you know, oh, you know, supernatural somehow. Like it just, if it was too much, one or the other, it wouldn't have worked. And I'm glad they did kind of a. I, I don't mm. know. I, I agree, but disagree. I, yeah, I, but I honestly disagree. But we'll get into that. Okay, that's fine. I feel like, um, yes, getting going backtracking just a moment. You mentioned the tone of the episode. Yes, and that the episode was whether you like it or not, it was definitely mm-hmm. a success in terms of capturing the tone of Scooby Doo, and I definitely 100% agree with that and I think it was very smart for Dab and Singer to decide to kind of hand over the reins to the actual Scooby-Doo writers uh, because in my opinion that was that was the key ingredient to successfully capturing the tone of Scooby-Doo now that being said I think it would have been nice to see more of an influence from the supernatural writers as well, because I feel like they passed the reins and then said, Hey, have at it. Here's 45 right, and minutes away. and then kind of walked away. Yeah. And that's why I feel that it was more an episode of Scooby-Doo than supernatural. Yes. But before we get into that, let's Thomas, let's just move into our favorite parts of the episode. 
I guess we can go around the room, right? Are yeah. you guys ready for Let, that? Let's start with Ryan. What was your favorite few parts? I mean, like two or three at the most. I, I do or love, ten because or we, we got to fill up time. <laughs> um, I could I could probably go on about the whole episode. I I think ultimately what number I, one scene favorite scene favorite, favorite moment favorite moment. Um, oh fuck, you guys are gonna put me right on the spot right off the bat. I love the fact that at the end, Velma fucking laid one right on fucking Sam. Like, yeah. no joke. Because, like, look, everyone, like, as a kid, you know, you're growing up, you're getting into that weird age where you still kind of watch Scooby, you know, Scooby Doo, and you, you know, you like chicks, you like girls, you're starting to like girls or, or guys, whatever you're into. Whatever. I wasn't watching Scooby Doo when I started. I, I was 14. Chicks. Mike was too I was cool. still watching Scooby Doo. Dude, it was on like Cartoon Network and shit. It just came on. Like, you're not going to not high, watch Scooby Doo. Like, come Fuck on. It. Scooby Doo comes on, you're not going to not watch it, okay? Just don't don't try to be cool, guy. You know it's true. I love his silence right now. Yeah, he knows, you. he knows it's true. <laughs> All right, okay, Millie Vanilli. It, it, <laughs> stupid. Anyways, I think just watching Dean like nerd out about mm-hmm. Scooby Doo because I, I I told you guys in the chat because you know I told you guys earlier I was like that's how I would have been. I would have been so geeked out of the fact that I'm in a Scooby Doo episode. Um, I would say all the uh, all the scenes where he's trying to go after Daphne are fucking amazing. And the fact that he hates Fred because he's with that, not because Fred is a bad guy, mm-hmm. just because Fred is he's a doucher. He, he's, he's a tool. He's, 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 he's the different side of douchery. There's the Ryan douche and then there's a Fred douche. <laughs> OK, yeah. what's the difference? I, just hit us with the difference. The things you say what make you, you a douche. What are you talking about? I don't say anything weird. Fred's got class. <laughs> what? I, I, he's like a stand-up guy, and he's a pompous Ryan, asshole. Ryan's a guy. He's a like, pompous asshole. Oh yeah, but, he, but he's not trying to be. Yeah, Fred's genuine, and that's the annoying thing about him. And you identify with Dean. He's like, I'm going to try and get in Daphne's pants. Yeah, that, and then Fred's well, like, I'm she just doesn't a good have guy. pants. She has a dress, so you would just lift the dress up. Is that okay, where? Is that? See, the that's kind of what we're is talking about. Here's the douche. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did. I don't know if you guys noticed, and there was something a really funny. Um, I told you guys when, before the the episode ever aired that I really wanted to see the doors, like them running in through the doors, the classic, and the mont- the classic montage. So that's your what number? I would say third, that three. Yeah, I'd say that's probably one of my favorite scenes. I did also. I don't know if you guys noticed that Scrappy. What, let's number them. Hold on. He's just Jesus. speeding through. <laughs> favorite. I'm excited right now. Okay. Stop thinking about Daphne and Velma. Can we recap this? Okay, number one. I still don't favorite know what your number one scene. favorite scene is. <laughs> number one. I don't have a no, I, I, I really Velma did. laying one yes. on Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Number, number two. two. Uh, I liked, I just like the fact that Dean was geeking out the whole time. Okay. Dean, so general just Dean nerdy, general, yeah, nerdy nerding out. Yes. Okay. Number three, the montage. The montage. Thing. With yeah. Scrappy-Doo okay. Easter egg. Yes. Which, okay. well, I, which I, look, first of all, as far as Scooby-Doo goes and Scrappy, Scrappy is he always Sco- pissed me off. Scrappy is the Scooby-Doo version of Adam Winchester. Oh, <laughs> it's true. Oh, that's so true. Good no, girl, you know it's him. true. Everyone hoped he died. Oh, God. <laughs> I just. I, I, <laughs> oh, let the chorus play. You have to. This is a good jam, by the way. Thomas wasn't even alive yet. He's like, what is this? I'm too white. It's not, it's not a racial thing, it's bro. It's not even a racial no, thing. No, that's what I'm saying. I have no rhythm at all. Girl, you know it's true, true, true. Sorry, I was doing the, the lip sync version. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the chorus. There it is. This is a jam, Thomas. It's true. All right, that's, okay. that's a good jam, dude. 
I was doing the I was doing the lip sync version where it just skips. True, true, yeah. true. Yeah. All right. So Scrappy Doo's little appearance in the in the door running scene. Right. I mean, but I hate Scrappy. Okay. So, number but four. It was neat. Um, Do you have a number four? I'm, uh, come back to me, you guys. All right. Let Thomas, me, yeah, let what me about you? Okay. My number one favorite scene was when the gang realizes the, the gang. truth. He's even using the verb. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. That's so good. I the, love it. The gang realizes the truth about monsters, and they all Start have an existential crisis. Out. Daphne's like, "Is there a heaven or a hell? That mean, am I going to die? What's my life going to look like?" Fred's traumatized that he's wasted his life. Scooby Doo and Shaggy are freaking out. Velma's entire foundation of, of reality science and reality and science <laughs> is crumbling before her. And I fucking loved that because that was so different. And it was so good because in the beginning of the whole episode, we see them like, "Oh, somebody got stabbed." Moving on, dude. Like, that, dude what that, the fuck? That was amazing. I, I I love that. The fact that they were just like, "Oh, whatever." They are very cartoony, and they just move past it, right? So to see them have these genuine re- emotions to something that truly would rock the foundation of your world, that was great, and it felt like it was trying. It was finally what supernatural has done so well with these kind of fun episodes, whether it's kooky ideas, whether it's changing channels or French mistake. That with this episode was the first moment that I was like, shit, this is getting real. This is something different. And I liked how dark it was. The second favorite moment was probably when uh, Dean told Fred's like, fuck yeah, you can. And they've got oh, they bleeped it. They bleeped it out. They bleeped it out. bomb and Scooby Doo. And it's like, because nobody ever says, holy fuck, what's happening Dude, right so now funny. in those episodes. I've always said that they should do that all the time. Just because bleep it out people anyways. Always, yeah, people yeah. always talk about wanting them to speak more like adults. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense that Dean would say, heck yeah, or crap. Yeah. I'm just like, bleep hey, it. Just bleep it out. A lot of TV shows do that on network TV now. I don't now. understand why they, they get don't. get away with shit yeah. on a lot of network TV now. Yeah. They just, just let him drop the F-bomb, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. You just, can afford now, it, Now right? you're just going too far. Why? Well, you, they should allow him to whip what his dick What if he's talking out? about Castiel at the time? his dick out. Like, he can say fuck, fuck but fuck only you, if it's exactly. That's the only way to say it. Yeah, I think that the fans would love that. So that part there. Also, when... And it kind of mixes with him. Okay, so number out. three, right? Yeah. Daphne and Velma, where he's like, what do we do now? The plan didn't work. And Daphne says, I can get two shotguns. Yeah. <laughs> just just some of that more adult reality brought to this episode was great for me. Um, perhaps outside of that. And it, it also made Daphne hot, too. Yeah. Because I'm more Velma of a Velma guy. Well, I think I think as a like growing up, you're like, God, Daphne's hot. Yeah. But when you and grow up, you, and know then better. you grow up, you're like, oh, fuck. Velma's yeah, you, a freak. You, you learn. Velma you learn. would do some shit yeah. in, in the fucking sack. Plus ladies and gentlemen. And, yeah. And you could just. And she has no window wipers. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just blow one right on there. Uh, probably number four. That Why I'm you gotta th- ruin the joke? Every I know. <laughs> Every time he goes too far, he yeah. doesn't just let it sit. No, going too far would say it, 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 it was seven jets of cum all Did over you get her face. It? He came on oh her face. My God. Like, you can never just let the audience fill in the blank. No, why? God damn it, man. That's going too far. Um, another one of my, it was a two one-off sentences. One where Dean says, Cass is kind of like a dog. Yeah. Oh. I love that. I love the little one-liners throughout this episode. And also just the complete mood killer when they're like, well, he's dead, right? How'd he die? Some kind of ghost? Like, no, cancer. That's just depressing. I forgot about that scene. Okay, that was, that is like one of those lines. It's like, uh, oh. I love the dark humor that was in this episode. One, because you had the weird juxtaposition between them being so over the top, hunky dory, cheery about murder. This guy's disembodied head is on the floor. That was probably my number five. 
the disembodied the, the, yes, head. Yes, that and, was. And just I would say that's online too. Desecrated corpse. That bit. Just I loved how they did Scooby Doo, but darker. It was a nice blend when it got to that point. So, Mike, what about you? What are your five favorites? Uh, I did like the innocence that was lost. I like that. It had, it had yeah. to happen. Yeah. Um, when same Just thing like as you. Night. When ever. <laughs> <laughs> That wow. might be one of the funniest things Thomas has ever said. <laughs> Just but, derailed Mike. But, but it was his innocence loss. I, I didn't say it. He's the kind of guy yeah. that loses it himself. <laughs> He's like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> crying now? Yeah, you lost You turned truth. it into something different. I didn't want it to be dark. Yeah, I, I did. He turned it into like some kind right. of you know, day, okay. day at All church right. camp. Okay. The loss of innocence. The loss of innocence when reality sunk in and they realized that everything that they thought was their reality isn't. Right. I thought that was great. Love. Yeah. I also like the gun scene when they went to the trunk that of, was, that of, was yes. of Baby and just pulled out all the weaponry and the whole entire Scooby gang and Sam and Dean were there in that low angle shot. It was such a like good the standard, shot. Like the standard yeah. from the trunk yeah. shot yeah. of them yeah. like looking at all but their with toys. The Scooby gang, yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah, that shot was awesome. Dude. And those are my two. I, I'm going to add one. I'm mm-hmm. actually going to add one that I, I didn't, I forgot about. I love the fact. So like, obviously we know that supernatural, like baby is like the go-to it's a fast car and everything. I love the fact, honestly, that the mystery machine dusted it. Like, and I, and I don't, and I don't <laughs> number seven. Yes. Like it's number seven. I don't, I'm not hating on baby but by, by saying that. I just thought it was funny because you, you always think of the mystery machine as this fucking van, dude, that these, these basically four miles yeah, to the gallon. Yeah. These potheads drive around and solve mysteries in, but it's like, it was funny to see that. Plus the fact that he, he freaks out about Fred, mm-hmm. Fred, like it would just, it, I also like that part a lot. I like the hatred that he talked yes. towards Fred because, yeah. uh, because he was into Daphne. Yeah. That was funny. And it was kind of consistent with what we know of Dean. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I, I think that they did a good job overall with having Dean and Sam in some way kind of be that surrogate voice for all the Scooby-Doo yeah. fans. You know, like the paper has no words on it. What the fuck? Dude, and, that was so funny. Oh. And kind of hating Fred because he's the one with Daphne when in the beginning, like you said, you kind of wanted to be the one with Daphne. She was hot. Hating Fred for him. He's got his fucking ascot and he's, his hair is always perfect. <sighs> yeah. Fuck that guy. Son of a bitch. I mean, we know from changing channels, Dean always wanted to eat a sandwich that big. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So was a good moment. So them being this kind of surrogate voice for the audience throughout the episode, judging the things and making fun of it, I thought was pretty well done. There was a, well. there was a funny meme that I saw someone, someone took a screenshot from the episode and it was the cartoon version of Sam. And then there was a, a screenshot of like the, like the actual show. And it said, even in a cartoon universe, Sam is over Dean's shit. And it was just him like rolling his eyes. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, dude, they actually, that is one thing. They captured the way they look and put it in that Scooby-Doo vibe yeah. very well. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Well, allegedly the Scooby-Doo writers they utilize, they are fans of the show. They are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At now, least that's what I've heard. Okay. It's hard not to be though. If you're in the same kind of genre. And definitely they did a good job capturing the tone of Scooby-Doo. They got a lot of the things right that we liked, but there was also a lot of fan service. And I wonder how much of it was a hundred percent necessary. We know that we had Scooby-Doo writers for this show, which definitely helped it not only just feel more like Scooby-Doo, but fit into that world. However, it 
and this is kind of where we're starting to get into the criticism. It felt not criticism. We're just going to get further into the dissection of the episode well, and start bringing it down. I guess same thing. <laughs> they're they're going to bring not it tro- down. We're not trolling. Not. We're not trolling. That's the difference. I'll anti troll. If trolling happens, I will anti troll. I will say it felt more like Supernatural was conforming to the form and format of Scooby Doo than Scooby Doo. Confirm, yeah, conforming to supernatural format. So, so let me ask you this. Okay, let me let me ask you this question, Thomas. Actually, I'll, I'll pose it to Mike too as well. If this was a Scooby Doo episode that Sam and Dean guest starred on, would you be okay with the way that the episode? Went? I think it would have been better. So, so what you're saying is, is the episode's good if it was actually Scooby Doo, not supernatural. In some ways, for some of the things that uh, happened throughout that. it, because a lot of it felt like they were like i said the first half of it while it is kind of funny and fun it felt very by the books it's scooby-doo i know what to expect here and i really started truly enjoying this episode when it got to they know about reality shaggy breaks his arm people are dying and they have that existential crisis because that's when i felt like the true magic of supernatural shined through where you can have this show that has transversed all kinds of different genres throughout the years and done so many clever things with a similar concept and have it mean something beforehand it was just like we were walking around and they felt almost unreal like they see these dead bodies and they're just like well moving on to the next room let's hunt for clues and i'm like as scooby-doo that works but with the darker tone it it just felt odd well, like they I, were on autobot i, I get that and you i know? think i think the what when i saw that and i the, the, the way that i kind of combated that in my head and like i guess my own head canon if you want to say that but like i was watching it and i'm thinking okay if they're if they're trapped in a uh you know a famous mm-hmm. episode of Scooby Doo and this episode's supposed to go by the books and as so I thought okay maybe cuz those characters that get stabbed or mutilated or whatever are supposed to disappear right they're supposed to get right. kidnapped so they're they're glossing over the fact you know because they're playing this episode by the books and I think if they would have kept that logic of like almost like Sam and Dean are in the episode and no matter what changes the the gang would still kind of react the same way mm-hmm. then I would be a little bit okay with it it was a little weird to have them like hey let's go hunt for clues like uh that motherfucker is chopped in seven pieces like if they had been dis- if the characters had disappeared like they did in the original episode of Scooby Doo and then Sam and Dean find a dungeon basement with and all the severed up. bodies yeah. and you're like holy fuck this got dark way earlier I think that would have been good. It's it's too and much. And Dean tries to hide it to keep the innocence of the game. Like, yeah, it felt like it didn't get the meat of the episode. It didn't get really going until more than halfway through. Yeah, for me, I think I think really what they were ultimately trying to do is, and, and and I understand your thought on that, Thomas. I think they were really trying to show the tone of Scooby Doo, and I think even though going into it, we all knew what to expect as far as Scooby-Doo episode goes. I think they were really trying to say, Hey, look, this is Scooby-Doo and we're not going to break character from that until like you said, it got, mm-hmm. it got to that point where it's like, Holy shit, this dude's chopped into like 18 pieces. Like, okay, things have gotten real. I mean, the first guy got stabbed. Okay. That's dark, but right. the dude's severed head in the foreground of the shot, like boom. And then here's his dismembered yeah. body behind him. Like, okay. It was like, Whoa. Oh <laughs> yeah. Whoa. It, it got dark. And I think if it had had some of that earlier on, rather than yeah. spending half the episode, just kind of, I hate to say, it, but borderline like nostalgia when they're at the malt shop and they're introducing mm. things. I, I like, like some malts. of that. And it is, I don't think it's how they went about it. It's the fact that 
the cartoon broke obvious rules of I've, the supernatural world. I've got that later, but yeah, I, I don't. It's a, elaborate because I, I I I did want to touch on this a little bit. That's it. Like, I feel like they could do everything they want to do. They can even they have to take their time. I so I disagree with you, Thomas, a little bit. I guess like they have to take their time. They got to introduce the audience to this new world that we have uh, found right. ourselves in. And also, there's got to be a little bit of a disbelief. So we need that five or six minutes of them kind of getting you know acclimated. I'm okay with that. I feel like that the episode just kind of broke a lot of the supernatural rules. Like, see, I, if that makes sense, rules of ghosts, rules of cast. The, ghost is the biggest thing. There's a lot of things that they just kind of like shrugged off and said, Oh yeah, we don't need to worry about that. We'll just, we're just going to continue to write this episode that, as a Scooby-Doo cartoon and not worry about the established rules of supernatural. And then people on social media would be like saying, well, it's a cartoon. What do you guys want? Well, well this is not a cartoon. This is an episode of supernatural disguised as a cartoon for gimmick and nostalgia, but it is still episode 16 of season 13. Well, so I think it's a mix of two things. I I understand your thought process on that, but you have to remember that Yes, the rules of Supernatural might not apply in the world of Scooby. And they need to have they and need I to agree. explain that. And I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm not. I'm not arguing that. All fact. the problems I'm could just, have been fixed in three seconds by uh, saying, "Hey, the rules are different." The, here. the rules, yeah. Well, this is Scooby Doo rules. But in fact, the rules yeah. were the same they because just, they fought ghosts the right. same way they fought fight ghosts in the real world. And, so they want to kind of pull one thing and say, "Well, this works here, but this doesn't." Yeah, and it was yeah. like a fifty-fifty. Like they were picking and choosing what they wanted to have you know, be accurate of, of love rules, I guess. I think the other thing, you know, and you brought this up, Mike, and, and it, it was something I wanted to touch on was, you know, first of all, I want to mention that I think Castiel was completely unnecessary for this episode. Like this should have been, um, Sam and Dean in Sco- Scooby-Doo. That's it. Like it did, he did not need to be there. Um, and, and, and him showing up was completely unnecessary. I think it added nothing to the episode. And ultimately, it, all it, but, all but it added was third, questions. But he's the third character. He's the so third wheel. Yeah, they, they needed him in the show. I think they could have, but they didn't use him properly at all. Right. That's that's the issue. I think Castiel, I think he deserves to be in this episode. It's a fun episode, and yeah. I, I think if you're going to make this episode a big gimmick and a massive promotion, then I think Castiel does belong. But again, he was one of the biggest problems with it because of the ghost angle. You're telling me Castiel and Angel that we learned in season seven could only be killed by a Leviathan at that point. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember how big of a deal it was when, when a Leviathan yeah. killed an angel? And you're like, holy shit. Yep. And now suddenly Castiel is running around like a buffoon afraid of a ghost. It doesn't even make sense. Well, so we, we, but they could have fixed it in about three or four seconds by saying, Hey, your powers are work. null and yeah. void in this cartoon world. I just think that, you know, we, we had discussed this earlier, guys. We got, we got in a hell of a debate in our group chat and you know, you, Mike, you brought up the point and it's like, why couldn't Castiel just, you know, poof and, and randomly kill a, a ghost? And I pose the, I pose the question, have we ever seen Castiel do anything like that? Like actually take out a ghost? Mm-hmm. And I think, and you know why we haven't? Because every time Sam and Dean confront a, a ghost, ghost they, he's nowhere to they be found. find a reason yep. to make sure he's gone. And yep. I think, and, and I think because you he know, can outpower a ghost in yeah. a heartbeat. Rock beats scissor every time. Yep. I actually be more like dynamite against scissor. But the thing is like, I understand the goofiness. I understand why they, they made none of that's the issue. Yeah. And I I just think that 
you know, these are questions. Again, we're we're critiquing a, a technically a cartoon, and like you said, Mike, but it's it, it, it the sixteenth episode not. of Supernatural. But it's not. Yeah, it's, exactly. And and I think that's where it's the, the same questions thing come bloodlines. from. Bloodlines yes. is a spinoff, but it's still an episode of Supernatural. Personally, and that's what it needs to be judged. I, personally, by. I, you know, as much as we can argue about why Castiel should have been there or not, I, I honestly think he shouldn't have even been in the episode. This should have been literally Sam and Dean and nothing else. And I know that some people would have been pissed off that Castiel wasn't in it, but it's like at the end of the day, it should have just been Sam and Dean. How well, the does, thing do is, you know the lyrics of Scooby? Do, yeah. Can you say it for me real fast? Scooby Dooby Doo, we got some work to do now. And we got a mystery to solve. Scooby so Scooby Doo, where are you? Yeah, that's a big question as well. Scooby Doo had like three minutes <laughs> yeah, of screen time. Well, and that's the thing is that yeah, I feel that, like dude? I feel like Castiel could have been used just fine if a they had said your powers don't work here. We're in a cartoon. Just yeah. fucking deal with it. But more importantly, even if that wasn't what they did, he felt completely wasted. His entire persona is pop culture idiot yeah, it, it, that's doesn't what it is, get yes. obvious jokes they tried and to connect him with shaggy and scooby and, and they I feel could like, have yep they and it could have been awesome. he is so funny in the supernatural show i went to a liquor store and i drank it yeah shaggy and scooby eat all the food because they're potheads yeah if castiel had gotten uh-huh. high with them trying a scooby snack yeah i imagine mean, if the, he would have gotten a scooby snack at the end of the episode and he was still high when they, when they left the cartoon if he had just said this is marijuana not right, a dog right. treat oh yeah this is marijuana yeah. like anything like that breaking the going into scooby-doo with a character like castiel who is so funny on his own from his own naive naiveness mm-hmm. in the world getting with these characters who are the buffoons of the show right had so much potential for humor and unfortunately i felt like so much of the humor came just from dean's one-liners which is always fun but you're wasting a character you're wasting potential and having him just run around as mike has made allusions to with the fact that he he could have taken out a ghost in a half second that is a shame and i understand hey some people may say play but they have to play it out they have to go with it in order to figure out what's going on. And maybe Castiel was doing that, but it should have been established that that's what he was doing because mm-hmm. at one, at any point he could have turned around and zapped the ghost My, or brought them back out of the cartoon. Yeah. Because he can travel through time. Right. I mean, but, he but could he with his wings, but, but he can't combat a ghost power that somehow brought them into a TV. Which set. that really bothered me. And I think that's the thing that, broke it the most for me we know that ghosts can do all kinds of things but we have never seen anything in which it can rip people into an alternate reality yeah it was a little especially in a universe that currently has multiverses and Gabriel's Poor back Ryan, on the dude. playing field. Ryan's like, he's like slowly, he's getting depressed. He's, he's all he's like, guys why are you guys ruining this for well, me? You, you're making, you're you showing guys, me, you're you showing me are, issues. You guys are asking all these questions about things we've never actually seen in the show and they bring it up now and you're like, that's not real. I've never had But the problem is you have to work within what the established. What are you, established- the bad guy at Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have got away with it too. It weren't for these fucking assholes in the studio. And their goddamn thoughts. Yeah. Listen, if we didn't have to do a show where we discuss and break down, I, I probably wouldn't I, even be talking about I, this I, right I now. But but because we do, these are the things yeah. that come in. And also, if this was just a Scooby-Doo cartoon, I wouldn't be questioning it either. If but it had been Scooby-Doo and is, Sam and Dean are the guests. This is episode 16 of season 13. And you're introducing ideas that we've never 
heard of before, and they're things that uh, it breaks immersion. It breaks <laughs> the, the rules of their universe, and that's the that's thing. What I was looking for. If you work within the confines of the rules you've established, then all is good. The trickster has been established as an archangel with unlim- nearly unlimited power and right. reality shaping abilities. So if it was him, and with him being back on the playing field and multiverses, that works just fine. The rules were a, whatever. But a ghost has never shown the ability to rip someone out of our reality into okay. another so one. So you say you've never seen it. It's, we've never seen it in Supernatural. Okay. Been, ghosts, so what's powers so, are established? So right, but we've never seen him do something like that. Okay. Right. So we've never seen it physically okay. on the show. Right. Yes. Okay. So what's the difference of them? Uh, introducing some new lore where that actually was because a thing. they didn't introduce new lore with this it's just a ghost and it's a kid that's got untold powers like the antichrist that turned castiel into a little action figure before now this ghost has powers that are similar to that because it wants them yeah and that's the problem it doesn't work we're within the re- established but, but rules we're not overthinking it we would do this on any episode of supernatural just because this was Dude, a I, I, never, just I never it. once Never once when they, they got zapped in, even when Castiel got, I was like, whoa, that's not something that would ever happen. I just was watching the episode. I like, was into it I just, until that's it was just a, me. I mean, there's a thing, though. I was into it until they said it's just a ghost. Then how the fuck did it do all that stuff? And that's where the lore whore that is me got annoyed. Because as Mike has said, this is if it was Scooby-Doo, that's great. But this is supernatural with Scooby-Doo flair. And so when you get to the end and there and you change it. All of this could have been it, fixed. All these yeah. things we're talking about could have easily been fixed in a 30 second monologue as to why the ghost has this much power that Castiel's power is null and void for whatever reason. And boom, all these questions would be washed away and we can just sit back and relax. But they didn't do that. That's my only problem. And that's where I think maybe having the writers of Scooby-Doo was a good idea, but also maybe they should have paired him with a Robert Barron's or a Davy Perez, somebody who's in the know and what actually exists in the world of Supernatural and say, you know what, that might not work. Let's do this. Let's switch some things around. Let's do this. That doesn't make sense. Let's uh, switch this out with this. That's, I think, would have fixed a lot of the problems. You I have mean, writers think- that, uh, that essentially are in the writing room, so they don't know all the rules. I mean, I guess they could have trolled Supernatural Wiki while they're writing, and, and kind uh, of ultimately, themselves. just cast not being in the episode at all would have just fixed the whole fucking thing. I, I mean, let's be honest. Like, well, except I, I mean, for the ghost still pulling them into reality, but but that I would, was a big thing. I would, I might swallow that if it wasn't for all the other yeah. glaring things like Castiel. Well, and even the ghost, and this is something that I don't. I want to know what you guys think. Maybe I missed something, but the explanation for the ghost is that the bad man somehow s- controlled this possessed object of this kid. I got like pedo vibes or something like what is this well, bad man like a pedo. what happened <laughs> he did look to this like a kid whose dad is this it just, it felt to so me the way i well hold on okay. it felt to me like the explanation for how ghosts work and how possessed objects work in supernatural was briefly explained to the writers but they didn't pay that much attention to how it works within this universe because all of a sudden the dinosaur has the ability to do all these things and attack which sam has said in the episode we've never seen that before the TV show can rip them into reality. We've never seen that before. And they never explain why just that the bad man did something. Now, if he was a witch that also controlled a ghost, I'd buy it. And that's all I needed to hear. Our objects have been possessed before yeah. by, no, 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 by ghosts. Haven't no, they? they have. Yes. But, but the, they said earlier that they never seen possessed objects deliberately attack people. 
like that. Oh, okay. The ghosts have been in the area and they'll haunt somebody. Right, right. But the object that becomes possessed, like those cursed shoes, you had to put the shoes on and then the curse was activated. Or the, Bobby's the ballerina flask. shoes or Bobby's flask was a possessed object that he was then anchored to. Yeah. But the dinosaur attacking them and the TV attacking them and sucking them into reality. If he was a witch that had some kind of Rowena level powers that we had never heard of that could control a ghost like a puppet master, uh, I would buy it. VW in the chat room said ghosts have possessed and controlled the Impala yeah. in the past. That's what we, that's what I just said that yeah. they, that ghosts have, has, have possessed objects. Well then right there, Dean, Sam says that in the beginning of the episode. So what happened? Well, then you just proved your point by accident. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, it felt like they kind of knew what they were doing, but it was briefly explained to them. And that goes back to what I said. I, I feel yeah. like this episode would have been that much better if they would have paired these guys up with some writers from the supernatural. Just, just to work with them. And like you said, that would work in this in our show that we need to change just a little bit. And I know there are some questions out there that are being posed, alluding to possibly focusing the story to being more relevant or possibly a decision they should have made was kind of focusing the story to being more relevant with the current arc. But was this necessary for an episode like this? Was this episode simply um, a gimmick to to have fun? I, I think it it's weird because I think it could have been either and it kind of took a middle ground. And that's where I think it tripped up. Had it been just completely fun, no ties to the main myth arc of the show or someplace else in the season. Right. Earlier on in the season with or in the season that had less moving parts. We've talked repeatedly this season about how many moving parts there are and how is Dab going to have it all together. And we felt like the, that tent pole of Jack in the center and everything else spiraling around him kind of worked. But with this, it, it feels like the placement is an offshoot. So, or had it been like changing channels entirely relevant to the main myth arc and and thought out and woven together, it could have worked better. Yeah, but yeah. instead we get neither, which is like, oh yeah, I got some tree fruit from you know the grocery store. Don't worry which, about it. Which was obviously one of the few things that was actually shot this year like this because year, right? we yeah. already knew. Which I already had a feeling this wasn't going to be relevant to the season because I believe when they announced this special crossover. Almost a year ago, Jared and Jensen both said during the press release that they had already finished their parts. Parts. Yeah. They their, already recorded their, their, voice, voiceover their voiceover for the cartoon episode. So, and that was over a year, just about a year ago. Yeah. So I already knew it wasn't going to be a big part of the, of the season. I think the thing that, that like you guys said, I, I think if this were in the beginning of the season, it would have been different. It's, it's weird to me that they've probably had this finished for a while and they were just like, where do we put it? Like, where are we going to yeah. put this episode? You know? And it's, it's, it's a bummer. I think personally that they put it towards the end of the season. And I think that's, what's leaving us with all these questions too, as well, where it's like, you know, this is weird, you know, to come to, to put, to place it there towards the end of the season. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, especially with the fruit of the tree of life being just a casual sentence yeah. thrown away. I'm sure they'll, they they'll might delve into a bit. They might get into that a little bit, but so then the question is, does this episode ring as high rate as high as something like changing channels or the French mistake? No. Or, I think in the in the in the theory of those three, it, this would be the third or any of the any of the gimmick episodes. I, I don't it's feel better like than this. Dog Dean afternoon. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh, there. You go. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty low bar though. <laughs> so is it better than Pluckies? Yes, 
<laughs> I feel like we went on a, a tangent, but I don't feel like it's a bad episode. I just feel like no, 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 no. I, and that's I, the thing. It, it's, it just there's things that when you start delving in and breaking down the episode, there is a lot of inconsistencies. And if again, you you can't look at this as just a Scooby Doo fun episode because we would never allow that to happen with any discussion on any other episode of Supernatural. You get what I'm saying? So just to ignore it and say, hey, it's so a then, cartoon. It's just for fun. But it's not. It's episode 16 of season 13. It so, isn't just for fun. So then why do we ignore Bloodlines? What? I don't remember. I don't acknowledge yeah, exa- that. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah. That, well, that's this whole separate thing. I don't oh. acknowledge that bullshit MC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that it would have been... It's the, again, it's not that it's a bad episode. It's that when we start picking at these things that it would have worked a little bit yeah. better. It's like a scab. You accidentally pick it and it just starts oh, bleeding God, all bleeding. over the place. And you're just like, oh, what the fuck did I just do? I should have just <laughs> left it alone. Break collar. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. All right, guys. The RMD premium live video feed access and quarterly gift tier is now here. That's right. You've been bo- we've boosted our quarterly gift tier on Patreon with video access. So now not only will you receive exclusive gifts every quarter, but you can also get up close and personal, probably too personal with some of us during our live shows and recorded sessions. All of this when you sign up for the Get Gifted Plus live video access tier on our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Rainman Digital to pledge. <laughs> you can see all this glory. Jesus Christ. All right, so we're going to go to some people's thoughts from. Is, there, is Ryan making love to the air right now? I think he is. It got pretty intense. I was getting into that. I like this song. It's a jam, dude. Yeah. So let's get into some thoughts from people on Facebook about right. the episode. Let's do it. All right. Samantha Levitin says, I loved how the crossover turned out. I liked the introduction to the Dean cave. The yep. animation done up of Sam, Dean, and Baby looked fantastic. Dean telling Sam about watching Scooby-Doo while on the road growing up. Loved seeing the Scooby gang and the boys team up. Plus, there are tons of comparisons between Supernatural and Scooby-Doo, the TV show. Yeah, absolutely. From the Mystery Machine and Baby, the gang and the boys eating and working next to the Mystery Machine or the case or case to solve traveling from town to town and companion by their side. Scooby-Doo, the talking dog and Castiel, the angel. The difference between them is Scooby-Doo is animated and Supernatural's live action and Scooby uh, and Scooby show has no monsters in the series while Supernatural is everyone we know every kind of monster you've known of imaginable. It's my new favorite episode of the season, along with my previous favorites, advanced thanatology and good intentions. So Samantha's a huge fan of the I, I can agree with the the other two. <laughs> but it's member berries. Yeah. People love nostalgia. People love it. And even if there's glaring issues, it made them remember their past. And everybody loves to remember. It's the reason why people are obsessed with that show on Netflix that I think is mediocre. What um, show? What's, what, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. The mediocre show. But because it dredges up memories of your golden years uh it's allotted as one of the best new tv shows so again that's not a bad thing but it's also you don't want your writing to rely on nostalgia right yeah yeah i i agree i mean the thing is like a lot of watching this episode was just wanting to see the interactions with absolutely particular characters and, and whatever it's fun and you know 
at the end of the day, is it a perfect episode? No. And I never went going into it, thought it was going no. to be a perfect episode. I thought, you know, we were going to get some funny jokes. Yeah. Uh, we Which were we did. Yeah. And we did. And we were going to see Dean, you know, be Dean in yeah. the, literally the world of Scooby-Doo. sandwiches was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Dude, <that> was, <laughs> there was a funny. lot of great things. Yeah. What else does Facebook say, Thomas? Uh, we've got John Taylor says, amazing job immediately becomes a top 10 episode. Stan Amato says, it was a great episode. Made me hungry for Scooby snacks. Randy Reed says, I geeked out the whole time. I actually recognized the episode of Scooby-Doo and I was quoting lines from it. I think and we're going to end up pissing off people. I think we're going to piss off a lot of people after reading you guys Facebook. Are. They all know that I liked it. And the best part was no Scrappy, which would have made Claire's character, uh, which would have been Claire's character had she been written in. Oh my God, that's <laughs> Wait so a second. true. Was she, saying, was she saying that as a positive or she? No, that's a, I don't think that was a positive. No, oh. she was digging on Scrappy oh, okay. because yeah. Scrappy is literally the Claire of Scooby-Doo. Oh, no. True. Let me at him. That I don't agree with. I do. Littler thinks they're just as good. Constantly getting into trouble. Kind of there. I hate Scrappy. So she doesn't wear a collar and she doesn't have dog ears. She should. We don't know what she does in her spare time. Whoa, Thomas. (laughs) Actually, her points went way up then. Yeah. I'm going to go look at her Instagram right now. So I I do think we might be pissing off some people, though, with our thoughts on this episode. But again, we're not. not We're doing what we do on this show. And that's just dissecting an episode. That's, yes. that's what we do. It's not an episode of Scooby-Doo. We're not being negative. We're not being meanie bobinis. It's we're an just, episode of Supernatural. Yeah. Did you just say meanie bobinis? Yeah. 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 So wow. let's get into the final thoughts. Ryan, what did you think of this episode? But you didn't even finish Facebook. Yeah, what a dick. I think, what, we got one more? <laughs> I've got one more. Whoever here. this last person is, I'm sorry that Thomas is a dick. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking Kathy person. Tyler says they had to go Aww. outside the SPN writer's room to get a script that was outside the box. Yeah, I agree. Good thing the WB animation writers are fans of the show and could blend both worlds together while hitting some of the iconic moments from both shows. I think they need to bring these writers onto the team. I would not have a problem with that, but wow. they with them, but their first assignment would Just be watch Supernatural. to do what all new writers must do, and they need to Netflix and chill the fuck out of Supernatural. But what do you guys think? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pull that pull that maneuver on them. <laughs> Actors don't do that, but the writers do. <laughs> what does Twitter say again? So stupid. <laughs> Ryan, hey guys, send me the w- uh, super wiki. I gotta brush up on my Supernatural. I'm, I'm oh, even writing the next episode. <laughs> What's the name of the characters again? Uh, is it is it Das and uh, uh, Matt and Cliff? I'm gonna cross, I'm gonna cross reference uh, Castiel with uh, how many episodes he's been in, and also what's this Castiel thing I keep seeing on Tumblr? Yeah, I'm gonna make that. I'm gonna thing. make that a thing now. <laughs> There's gonna be a sex scene. You guys are gonna Highest love it. Highest rated episode of Supernatural hits the air. Oh, Jesus. All right, Ryan. What did you think of the episode? What's your overall grade for the much anticipated Scooby Doo crossover? <laughs> Sorry, I had to sneeze there. Um. I feel like I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to be the odd man out here. I, I think this was an A episode, and and it, the reason is overall just for me nostalgia of the fact that Scooby Doo and, and and the thing is with Sam and Dean being in that world, it was something that I really wanted to see. Um, as far you know, like I said it before we started, it's like yes, I know that it's is you know season you know thirteen episode sixteen whatever, but it's still it's a cartoon. Okay, hands down. It's no different than looking at Changing Channels or French Mistake. These are episodes. It's very different. Those episodes were very clever and intelligent. But the, <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> the fact the fact of the matter of the, with those episodes is that they are goofy episodes, right? They, they are. Yeah. Let, let's, be, let's be completely honest. They are. So 
for me, I, I, I wasn't going into this going, you know, looking at it going, oh, God, you know, oh, man, I can't believe that they, you know, that the, the shading of that cell right there was completely, I, I just, I didn't go into it with that mentality. I didn't judge the cinematography. I'm making a point. I think he's God. trying to troll us. I am. Sometimes I do try yeah. to troll you guys. <laughs> but take, take a Scooby snack and chill. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got any? <laughs> Um, I just, I went into it with a different thought process of watching the episode. Okay. And, and I think, you know, I agree though. I agree on some of the things and I, I just think that my biggest problem with it was that Castiel was in the episode and I keep harping on that, but if he wasn't there, it would have fixed a lot of, of, it, of your gripes. Like, you know, the fact that you have this overpowered, you know, angel in there and he can't stop a ghost is weird. I know, now I know we've never ever actually seen him stop a ghost because they always send him somewhere fucking else when they do a ghost episode. But again, it's something we've never seen. And I think that's if he wasn't there, it would have fixed a lot of that, that baloney there. But there were so many good parts and so many good one liners of this episode that I, I truly do think this is an A episode for me. And, and you know what? Like. If, if, if you guys don't agree, whatever, like, that's just what I thought. I thought it was a good episode. I enjoyed it for what it is. It, yes, it had nothing to do with the story, but I think it needed to not have anything to do with the story. It would have been weird. And there would have been people who watched this that have never watched Supernatural and they would have been like, what the fuck is going on? Like, so again, I think I don't disagree with that. No, I, I think I said, I, I'm, I can get behind it being a, a one-off episode. So I, I don't know. I mean, it could, it could have been worse. We could have got a filler episode with Claire. Oh, oh, see, Yep, it's you true had though. You had to it's true though. Destroy the day. Yeah, it's true though. We could have got that, and you guys would have been like, Wait, "Wayward Scooby." Uh, oh no! <laughs> what if, like, what if it actually showed up where Scrappy showed up, and she was the voice for Scrappy? Oh, oh come on, God. come on, it'd be amazing. No. It'd be terrible. Come on, no, no. Not, not even. I'd close. laugh. All right, Mike, what were your thoughts? I don't have any thoughts. Oh come on! I don't no. have any thoughts. I'm not. I don't. This isn't an episode of Supernatural, so I'm not going to rate it. You're not going to rate this one. This is not an episode of Supernatural. I'm not going to rate it has no bearing on the season and they broke tons of rules that have been established without explaining. I'm just not, it's not an episode of supernatural. So as a standalone throwaway episode, I think it was pretty entertaining. Is that a B? I'm not going to rate it. It was not an episode of supernatural. I'm not going to rate it. I think that's its own rating. What did you rate Bloodlines? Because that was an episode of Supernatural. No, it wasn't. I, I, I rated it at the time because I thought it was going to be a thing. But if I could go back now, and I wouldn't rate that episode either. Go back in your notes, Thomas. Whatever he gave Bloodlines <laughs> is what he's given Scooby. I mean, I'm not sure. the The episode was fun, but the novelty ran out after about 15 minutes into the episode. I enjoyed <laughs> it for what it was. Uh, I mean, that being said, I understand what they were trying to do, bringing in audiences who are not necessarily committed to watching the show. Uh, I think this was an episode that was just not for me. It wasn't bad, but I feel like after you sweep away all the nostalgia, it was average at best. Never mind the glaring issues with Castile's power and not explaining why the fuck he was running away from a ghost when he's an angel. Ghosts are bottom of the barrel monsters and Castile has to plot and strategize on a way to capture the ghost. Yeah. Play along and find their way out. Right. Fine. I can get behind that. Okay. But I couldn't just suspend my dis- my disbelief in order to enjoy this episode. Not when there's been nearly nine years of established angel lore. A simple writing fix. That That's all it would have taken. So all you don't like the writing. Seconds. It's not the episode. You just didn't like the writing of the episode. I well, feel like they threw out nine years of established angel lore by making Castiel. That was one of the biggest problems for me. Mm-hmm. So what you're, what you're saying is it, that if he wasn't they, in the episode. They ignored it to create drama and a funny scene. Yeah. 
And, I, I, and I don't, it. and I don't think it was needed. And I think it should have taken five seconds to fix the Castiel problem, his especially powers, since how little he was used. His so, powers could have been rendered uh, useless in this cartoon reality. Whatever they could have easily done it. I think it might have been better if the episode was written by supernatural writers as well. Uh, and I'm not going to rate this episode because it just wasn't an episode of Supernatural. So it was it, an episode of Scooby Doo. In the in the chat room, <laughs> I don't care what the chat room says right now. <laughs> when when do Monster of the Week episodes have any barring on the season? What did Breakdown What's have barring? to do with like bearing? Bearing, sorry, bearing I, I, I can't read apparently. Uh, what did That's Breakdown have my, to do with the season? Like there, the, it, it, there's a point okay. there though. Like, I, I, I am not saying. Did I say it once? I didn't like it because it had no bearing on the season. I did not say that once. You said that it wasn't part of this, like it wasn't part of Supernatural, though. I'm viewing it as not part of Supernatural. Because it was so different. Because it was so different, and they ignored the established rules of Supernatural. Okay, they were put into a cartoon. Explain it. Why did a ghost have this ability to suddenly zap people into a TV? I'm okay with expansion of lore. That's fine. In fact, that would be cool. But explain why. Why did this kid have this ability? Did he die while watching cartoons? Uh, did, was he murdered? Was his only source of reprieve from an abused childhood? Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo was or the, only, or the only solace in his life before he died was cartoons. I would be like, you know what? That works. But there just wasn't enough thought into this episode outside of nostalgia. That's my problem with it. It, it wasn't a bad episode. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm not going to rate it because I don't feel like it was an episode of Supernatural. It's fair enough. As a Scooby Doo episode, it was fun, and it was. Don't get me wrong. As a supernatural f- uh, guru and, and nutcase, I it was fun for about fifteen minutes. Yeah, I love get. I love watching you get fired up. I'm not even upset. I, it, I, I, I wasn't angry about the episode. I didn't even hate watch the episode. I didn't start thinking about it until I started doing the, the, notes, the notes for the yeah. show. And I'm like, you know what? That didn't make sense. That didn't make sense. And and people can keep saying, oh, it's a, it's a cartoon. It didn't need to make sense. But it isn't just a cartoon. This is Supernatural, an episode of Supernatural. It's supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, is there no logic behind my thoughts? No, there is. Because you, you can't just throw out all of the established universe. And that's what made the other ones like Changing Channels and French Mistake work. Was they kept those elements there. Despite adding the funny stuff, Scooby-Doo took a lot of that out just to have it be fun without the same thought put into it to make it supernatural while fun. It just said, fuck it, we're going to do Scooby-Doo. I don't know why the chat room took that. Of all the things I've said, <laughs> they're focusing on Breakdown didn't have nothing to do with Supernatural. Uh, Monster of the Week episode didn't have nothing to do with the, with the story arc. That's not what I'm saying the problem is. Listen, chat room. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 want, I think the chat room likes when I get angry. I, want, I, love, I love it. I know Ryan I wanna, it. Well, I want to troll you See, more, but I'm, I'm not going to. I'm getting angry at the chat room for not listening I more than the episode. Because the episode didn't get me angry. The chat room's getting me angry. I want to troll you more about it. You're just like, it's not a part of Supernatural. It's it's actually episode 16 of season. No, you're you know okay. what? You're <laughs> a troll. It would have been an episode of Supernatural, but it wasn't for those damn writers. It wasn't for those many kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. funny. I love you, chat room. I'm gonna make love to you later. Oh, Jesus! Oh, that's a Patreon tier. Yeah, that's a very high Patreon tier. I mean, I I'm kind of torn because I do agree no, with not. everything don't, don't you play said. Coy, I agree with everything you said, Mike. It was fun, but what it wasn't day. really Rocky supernatural. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting for that one. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Listen, if someone said, Mike, if someone came to me on the street and said, "You're a Supernatural fan, right?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." Did you just watch that Scooby Natural episode? It was fucking funny, right? And I would say, "Yes, it was really fun. It was entertaining." I'm not 
in the future someday. When someone say, hey, did you watch the episode? I'm going to say, yes, it was fun. But when we're breaking it down, we have to explain. And why would we give this episode a pass just if because else broke just be, it I'm like sorry that. if you're in love with Scooby-Doo and it brings you back to the golden years of your life when you had no responsibility you can live fun and fancy free but guess what just because you love Scooby-Doo doesn't mean we give it a pass right we discussed the episode weren't people in the chat room complaining two weeks ago or three weeks ago that we weren't that we were too positive right and now because you love Scooby-Doo now now I have to be positive <laughs> now you're the bad guy I'm a meanie bobini because I don't like fucking yep. Scooby-Doo. Sorry. God, you are. Dude, you're the scrappy of this show. And then right there's Ryan now. who's like, you just don't get it, man. It's fun. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. That's, I, that's I'm, what it was. So you're saying I'm like Claire? Yeah. If I'm scrappy? You're Claire. Oh, I'm okay with that. I like Claire. I think Ugh. this episode was fun for Scooby-Doo, but I don't think this episode was all that good for Supernatural because you're right, Mike, and that's the thing that seals it for me is that if any other episode throughout the book on why Cassiel couldn't do shit and why ghosts have there new powers. There would be powers. hell to pay. I'd be pissed as I have been Everybody would before. be pissed on the internet, Thomas. Yeah. And the and while it is fun as Scooby-Doo, again, I didn't really enjoy it. It was chuckling and it was funny, but I didn't enjoy it until I got to the halfway point where they had that existential crisis and things were supposed to shift. And then they go right back into, we're going to use a soap slide. I would have liked to see the gang act more like Sam and Dean and be part of that world rather than just kind of we're along for the ride with Scooby because there was no reason to play by the rules other than we wanted to. We weren't along for the ride with Scooby either. We were no, along that for the I ride do agree with. Scooby with Daphne was and true. Yeah. And Scooby and Shaggy get the least amount of screen time of all the fucking characters. Are you kidding me? If you're going to do it, at least do that part. Right. So for me, ultimately, I think I give this episode a C plus. It was fun, but it's not it's not anything special. Well, I, rate, I probably would have rated higher than that. Oh, yeah. now you want to rate? No, I'm saying if I had to, if I was forced to rate this it was episode. Fun. You are. I'm going to force you I'm to rate it. I'm not going to rate the episode rate because it. it wasn't an episode. You're going to give it a B. You're giving it a B. For uh, me, is a B. I know my you're... biggest thing is if they broke these rules in any other episode, I'd give it a C. I also have a problem that they turned an obvious lesbian character like Velma into a straight character. Because those broad shoulders, man. Shut up, dude. He's laughing <laughs> off camera. What a penis. All right. All right. For my Tumblr what's it, Thomas, audience. Thomas, what's it like just... I love you, Tumblr. Like, I sucking the fun out of everything? Like, There's no... It, it helps fuel you. How do we you? suck the fun? I, I said Thomas, not you. He's I didn't just even trolling me now. You. Yeah, I'm trying to... Let me All troll. Right. God damn. The episode has been very divisive. We can say that much. But, but it shouldn't have been. Because in the show notes, I, none of this was supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys had to you know make us talk about it I, well, oh yeah. wow okay on oh, the show we do Jesus. every week the same way as everything else then let's get into next week's episode listen let's redo the whole show ready oh god it was awesome it was so cool it was the greatest episode ever it was just fantastic idea it was so funny watching <laughs> Mike dean. just released <laughs> this it was so great watching dean eat sandwiches and chasing after daphne the whole time it was so awesome also when they ran and that montage of the scooby-doo and velma now you're making Sam. fun, now you're making fun of my favorite so part so great what it was dick. the best episode ever okay we're done we watched we just listened That's to winchester brothers everybody that would have been the entire discussion yeah. Why why are you gonna make fun of me like that? I'm not making fun, I'm of, make you. fun of you. I make fun of you. That was literally my review. I, <laughs> <laughs> I told you I should have turned my mic off and just, you know, said no, yes. It, you know, look, uh, going into this, I I guarantee that if we didn't do this show, I'm gonna say this. Nostalgia make, is uh, ruining uh, entertainment. It is. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this point, and this will be the last thing we'll go into the next, if if we didn't do this show, 
Okay. We didn't do this. We didn't do crossroads. Right. And we all sat down and we were talking about, we went to dinner or whatever. Right. And we were talking about, we would probably all say it was fun. Absolutely. And, and that's yeah. it. And, and I think that would be the end of it. And I, the, the reason that we're, we're, that we're saying these things, and, and obviously my opinion on the episode is way different than Thomas's and Mike's. And I knew that coming into the, I knew that coming I knew in 10 here. minutes into watching it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Anybody can compare this though to like French mistake. No. Or, and I, and or I, changing I just, channels. I brought, those the, shows are I brought like those up. As, I brought those up because they are the, 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 right. the goofy. Quintessential. The, yes. So I'm not comparing it. But knowing how we are and knowing th- that coming in here, I knew I was going to be defending my points. Right. Um, I- I'm not going to change. I still think this was a fun episode. And, and at the end of the day, you know, like, guys, th- this is what right. we do, I though. Think no, 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 hold on. Let me, no, let me, let me finish. Like, hey, who you are. K-I-T. Th- this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is what we do. And I think if you guys don't agree with it, then leave us a message on Facebook or whatever. And what you give us more. I want after you listen to this episode, give us more. I, I want more. I want to hear what people have to say because and, this and is I, weird. I, you know what? I agree. Go to our Facebook page when we post this show on demand yes. and tell us why you like the episode besides nostalgia. If you yeah. can tell me why you like the episode besides it being Scooby-Doo. Right. Then, then, then we want to hear that. Yeah. And that's something worth discussing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love debate, but don't twist my words around <laughs> and say things that I didn't say. All right. That's what Fake I like. News. That's what I, that's what I do. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the discussion about the upcoming right. episode. We've only got a few left this season. So episode 17, the thing, Ryan, oh. do you have the synopsis for this one? God, I, sorry. Like the, the, the movie popped in my yeah, head with Kurt right. Russell. Okay. Uh, Sam and Dean continue to collect the pieces necessary to open a rift to the other world. Uh, in order to save their family, their latest quest leads them to men of letters bunker from the 1920s and a hungry God from another dimension. That sounds yeah, cool. Sick. Uh, meanwhile, Catch makes a so- shocking decision about Gabriel after an unruly uh, encounter with Asmodeus. Uh, John Showalter directed Ooh. and Davy Perez was Ooh. the writer. Is Catch going to free Gabriel? Dude, this That'd is going to be, this is gonna be a dope episode. What if Gabriel and Catch team up? That'd be dope. Oh, that'd be. If they're going to the they 1920s, right? No, no, no. They're going to yeah, find a bunker, a bunker from, from 1920s. That's what interests me. I want to know what this god is from another dimension. Because we've yeah. had gods, almost every god, in established mythology from our universe. Right. What is this thing from some other universe? This episode's really got to start. Uh, we got to hit the ground running. I mean, Dude, we've there's had, only oh, eight. Yeah. Not even? Yeah, and we've had a lot of distractions this season. Mostly good. I mean, due to the Wayward Sisters uh, setting them up and now with the Scooby-Doo Natural episode. So we're going to need to just take yeah. off after this episode because there are a lot of moving there's parts. There's so many different elements. We've got everything's good. This isn't a complaint. All those moving parts I can get behind. I know there are a lot of voices out there at the end. Yeah. I know there's a lot of voices out there. Social media wise are saying these moving parts are just, it's just too much. What are they doing? I love all the moving parts. It feels much more tight, much more cohesive than say last season. Last season was very different. It felt very different. Yes. There was that a lot of those moving parts, but it wasn't like It it was more of a reset. They were moving parts and resetting the board. This is the board has been set and now they have their their narrative. It's time to kick everything into gear and it all has to be narrowed down and focused. Yeah, we have to rush towards the end now in some ways. This isn't setting up new things like season 12 and rebooting. This is the pieces have been in play. It's time to see the dominoes fall. Yeah. And we're talking about these moving parts. and, And I think when typically in the past we talk about these moving parts, specifically last season, we immediately assume that they need to end 
that the moving parts also need to come to a to a to a close. Right. But that's not necessarily what we need in order to wrap everything up by the in terms of the myth arc, which I I'm not really sh- this season needs that at all. No, I'm not really sure that's what we're going to get because Rob Singer, uh, Robert Singer in an interview recently said that Jack more than likely may be a character arc that moves into next season as well, which kind of makes sense. I think there's no way you wrap him up in eight yeah. seasons. Yeah. I think to or wrap him up in season 13 would be an absolute waste there's with just, how things are going so far. And there's just too much revolving around him. He, I, he is the earth and everything else is revolving around him for the most part. When you look at yeah. all these moving parts, all of it is for the most part connected well, to him. Well, not only that, but the fact that Jack's become a character that we've all, we all like and for them to wrap him, wrap up his arc in eight episodes just doesn't make sense. Well, especially with so many other things happening. And I see the finale being something like Michael and his army comes through to our world. Yeah. I could easily see that being how the show's going to uh, end. Almost for like this the season. angels falling of eight. Yeah. Yeah. Like but the, the rift opens up oh. and just this army, this legion of angels walks through marches military style or flies through in, in these hellfire bombs. I could, I could see all of that happening. I wow. think to right now to end you Jack. You just made me hard. Uh, yeah, you're uh, welcome. Mm. I think to end with Jack in Uh-oh. season 13 would be an absolute Raggy. waste. And I think because we've talked about this before, Jack is end of show potential. Yeah. Truly he is, unless you wrap him up in that alternate reality. And I think setting up into season 14 and with the 300th episode coming soon, there's no reason to take any piece off the board just yet, except maybe the smaller ones like they did with Donatello. Things like that you can have, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm, and you're right. We have to have all the dominoes start falling now. So we'll see only a few episodes left, only a few weeks left, but that's going to do it here for us. It's no, supernatural. It's not. it's not. No, hold on a second. <laughs> I got to be prepared. <laughs> you had an hour and a half. Yeah. And, he was I, busy as, ranting. As, as, as if I don't angry. do anything else behind the book. No. <laughs> you owe an hour and a half. You're an hour and a half, man. You're sitting back there the touching yourself. It's the same song every show. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give Thomas control of the board. So he, oh, and, I'm, I'm, and when he ha- doesn't have everything on you're cue, gonna give him shit. I'm going to be like, hey, dude, you had all show. Yeah. Never mind the fact that you're hosting, you're doing show notes, uh, you're syncing up other data, you're out there so- actually tweeting the show while we're talking. But Mike, you should have had us set up. You fuck. You done? Rock you, Thomas. <laughs> That's gonna do I'm gonna it here. Give you a D for at this angry episode. If it's always sunny you and just supernatural, said you said you're hard, and then you want to give him the D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused right now. You little maggot. You are no longer a part of this story. Hey, ass butt.